Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Newsom versus DeSantis. Trump versus the rest of them. Kidnappers caught an amusement ride. Stuck upside down again. It's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, the governor of Florida and the governor of California are finally going to face off in an in-person debate November 30th on Fox News, moderated by Sean Hannity, 90 minutes long. Somewhere in Georgia, this could give DeSantis a chance to break through the field and it would give Newsom a chance to get that nationwide name recognition that he needs because he desperately wants to be president. I believe he's waiting in the wings for Biden if he can't finish the campaign and he'll be the Democrats savior, but certainly in 2028. And this will be his chance to show himself as the voice and the future of the Democratic Party. As someone who lived 12 years under Newsom's reign as lieutenant governor and governor, do not underestimate Gavin Newsom. He is slick. Meanwhile, there's a debate tomorrow. Six Republicans made the stage. DeSantis, Vivek, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Each candidate had to get 3% in two national polls and 50,000 individual donors and sign a pledge to support the eventual nominee. What if they had their fingers crossed if that person ends up being Donald Trump. It's at the Reagan Presidential Library in California. Starts at nine o'clock Eastern. Dana Perino and Stuart Varney are the moderators, as well as a massive Trump hater, Univision's Ilya Calderon. Trump is over the rest of the field by 40 points in some polls. And the latest poll from ABC News has Trump beating Biden by 10. How about this story? Three men caused a 17 year old to crash his car into them. When the 17-year-old got out of the car, two men grabbed him and threw him in their car. They demanded a $500,000 ransom from the family to be delivered to Nogales, Mexico. After four days, the captors lowered the ransom to $100,000 and threatened to cut off his body parts if they don't pay up. Investigators, though, tracked the suspects to a Motel 6 in a hotel three hours north of Los Angeles, found the three suspects and the victim. The family never paid the ransom. An amusement park ride in Canada got stuck upside down. Now that they were, the riders were strapped in with the chest harness from above, but they were straight upside down, 75 feet in the air. That's an eight-story building. How long do you think before you would go crazy? 
25 minutes. The worst part, when they got unstuck, the ride had to finish the cycle for another minute. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Tuesday, as the migrant situation grows more intense, not only in the USA, but in Europe as well, religious leaders are caught in a tight spot. Christianity commands that the dignity of all people be honored, especially the poor and marginalized. With the exception of the Russian Orthodox Church, whose leader supports Putin slaughtering Ukrainian women and children, Christian doctrine compels believers to help those who need help. But the developed countries cannot assimilate millions of poor people without damaging their own citizens. President Biden's open border policy has led to death, record amounts of fentanyl pouring in, and the destruction of border communities like El Paso. France is using troops now to stop immigrants from entering, and Italy is considering using its navy to blockade northern African countries. Enter Pope Francis, who traveled to France last week to support mass migration. Theologically, the Pope is doing the right thing. However, in public policy, he is putting an impossible burden on taxpayers. In the USA, the nation's most powerful cleric, New York's Cardinal Dolan, told the press that President Biden refuses to discuss the migrant situation with him. The president, who makes a great show out of his Catholicism, is being disrespectful to the cardinal, as well as every American taxpayer. The migrant problem goes right to the heart of responsible government. Virtue signaling, not going to solve this. God only knows. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got Richard Middleman, Pasadena, California. Bill, isn't the invasion at the border caused by Biden's refusal to enforce immigration laws? Wouldn't that be enough to impeach him? Yes, the invasion is on Biden's policies. You could impeach him for not enforcing immigration law, but it would never lead to a conviction in the Senate but you could do it. Glenda Brown, Junction City, Oregon. Can Congress refuse to fund the government until the border is shut down? Next time around. Budget's already been passed. Next time around. They could do it if Republicans gain control. But if there's a Republican president, he or she, Nikki Haley, uh, I'm going to reverse that policy. I'm positive. Gary Holt, Anchorage, Alaska. I mostly agree with uh, your column this week, Sunday column. Um, except the last time I checked, the punishment you proposed for gun crimes is already on the books. No, it's not. Each state has its own gun laws. So Virginia is a lot different than New York. So I propose all gun crimes be federalized, like kidnapping. Because 
the gun situation is a threat to public safety everywhere. Emil Domus, The Villages, Florida. I fully understand why Donald Trump does not attend the debates. However, I believe the majority of American voters want to see him at the debates. He's so far ahead, it would be foolish, in my opinion. I've gone over it, Emil. I mean, I think you're right. They, debates would be livelier if Trump were there. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town. Still getting a lot of letters without name in town. And some good ones I want to use. you got to throw your name in town in there. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump, get a fair trial? Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Today, the 13th Killing Book hits the marketplace. It is called Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. As you may know, the Killing Books are the most successful nonfiction series of all time. We will soon hit 19 million copies in print. Witches, which I think you will like, is really three books in one. We tell you about the migration to America by the Puritans from England and how they established the Massachusetts Bay Colony. But then everything went crazy. We put you on the Mayflower for the 66-day voyage. Wait till you read that. And then when the Puritans start to ramp up their government, it becomes violent, especially north of Plymouth in Salem. So the story unfolds, and a young teenager named Benjamin Franklin takes a great interest in the witch trials, and he brings what he's learned to Philadelphia to forge the Constitution of the United States. And that is why we have freedom of religion in this country. It is fascinating because some of the founders wanted the young America to be a theocracy, to be run by ministers like those in Salem who were hanging people. The last part of the book is about the witch hunt today. And we all know what's going on with the cancel culture and all of that. And I combine the modern problems with actual demonic possession. And we put you on the set of the movie, The Exorcist. Wait till you read what happened while they were shooting that film. So once again, the book is called Killing the Witches. I can almost guarantee it will keep you up at night, and you will learn a lot. Back in a moment. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always 
looking out for you.